Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. And today we are still dealing with the things we battle. We're talking about the things we battle. That's the book that I have coming out. And the topic of this show is not going back to the old you or dealing with my old habits. Not going back to the old you and not dealing with old habits. Next on The Real Ephraim Podcast Show. You're listening to The Real Ephraim Podcast Show, hosted by Pastor Cervante Ephraim. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you and praise you for this day. For truly you have made it and we will rejoice in it and be glad in it. So God, I just pray that you will anoint my lips. Lord, give me what to say to the people. Lord God, give me what to say, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, less of me and more of you. Lord God, I just thank you for this platform. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord God, that you have given me to speak. Lord God, I take it not take none of the glory. All the glory belongs to you. Forgive us for our sins, everything we did, and we said that was not right in your sight. With all these things we ask in Jesus' name, we pray and we thank God. Let everyone say amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. <clears throat> so today we are talking about not going back to the old me or to the old or to old habits. And I say that because we find out that we still have a lot of work to do on ourselves. I mean, I'm just going to be keeping 100 with you. We have a lot to do, a lot of work to do, and we have a lot of things to work on ourselves, you know, and so many, so many things can happen. Triggers can happen. So many situations can happen. And we find ourselves right back in that position. We find ourselves going back and it's like wow i never thought i had that still in me i thought i got delivered from that i thought i got saved from that so we're going to talk about that today again i thank you for reading for not reading but i thank you for uh just listening <clears throat> i take it I, I i just i'm just so excited and i just so thankful you know this book god gave me to put to write and you know it's it, if I find, I'm finding out me more every day you know but that's a different different episode we're going to talk so here we go there are people who do not like the new you we talked about it in previous chapter about family we talked about how it's very you know how we find ourselves trying to please family and family not being happy with the new saved and sanctified us they like to see the old fighting one. They got to see the one that, you know, they got finna go get my pistol type guy or person, you know, and family looks like that. Family likes that and they want it. We talked about that. So let's fast forward. We got over family. We got over their complexities and they hang ups. So now let's focus on our friends, the people that we interact with other than our families. Did you know that there are designated people that really don't like you or anything about you? I'm questioning you probably know the haters, but they tolerate you. They tolerate 
everything about you. They just deal with you because, you know, whoever you say you are, or where you are, or whoever it is, they tolerate us. The battle seems to be internal because we want to be accepted and approved by our friends. That's something on the inside. So we alter ourselves for our friends. People say, oh, I don't compromise and they can accept me how I want to accept it. But no, 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 no. Boo, boo. We alter and compromise our lives and our bodies for our friends because we want to have friends. Our social life counts, so to say. Yes, it's true. But as believers, we have to stand firm about who we are and where we're going. What begins to take form is we compromise and do wrong to fit in. The things that are done may be harmless, like suddenly picking up a habit like smoking or excessive drinking or even fornication. It may seem harmless to you. You can secretly do them. But when it's done openly and no remorse, that's when it's starting to take form. There comes a time where we stand for righteousness. We need to stand for righteousness. It has to be taken. There are principles that God has us to follow. These principles are staying for saved, for staying saved and sanctified and not going back. Jesus' teachings, love God, love your neighbor as yourself, forgive others who have wronged you, love your enemies, ask God for forgiveness for your sins. Jesus is the Messiah and was given authority to forgive others. Repentance of sins, very essential. Those are principles. Don't be hypocritical. The Bible clearly says this in 2 Corinthians 5th chapter, the 17th verse. Therefore, if any of you in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. To live righteously is to conduct one's life in an upright manner with moral standards that reflect our relationship with the Lord. As representatives of the kingdom of God in all that we do, we should mirror his ways. This will mean in the face of evil, do what's right. Now, that's easier said than done to some people. That's easier said than done to in the face of act, when stuff is really hitting the fan, how we act and what we do. That's easy to do. I mean, I mean, you know, but actually committing the act of doing right. Now we got a problem. So one might ask the question, what does it mean to live righteously? What does it mean to follow the principles of God and not compromise in everything that I do not? Because my friends are doing it, I do it because of it's the trend or it's, ha- or it's trending or what, or if it's a hashtag, you know, what it is to live righteously not, and don't do those things because you find yourself, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all that good stuff. You'll find yourself becoming those things. What are you talking about becoming those things? You'll find yourself, oh God, becoming a video hoe. You'll find yourself I mean, you, you know, you'll find yourself showing um genital pics, doing all this stuff, flashing. You know, you'll find yourself doing all this stuff 
not conducting yourself as young women and men of God. But who can say that to anybody? Because the way that things are on now is like it's out in the open. Homosexuality, homosexuality is out in the open. Living conducive to Christ is openly done right now. And how do we, but how do we live righteously? How does a, a person that does not want to go back to that old person live righteously? We're going to find out when we come back next on the Real Ephraim Podcast Show. Praise the Lord, everybody. We're back and we're talking about living righteously. Well, that's just what we're talking about right now. <laughs> but the topic and the, the main points are staying saved and not going back to the old you or to the old habits. And that's what we're talking about right now. Living righteously. So the person asks, how do we live righteously? It means to live by your principles. It means to be truthful at all times. It means to have compassion and kindness toward all people and living things at all times. It means to fulfill your duties at all costs. What are my duties? My duties are to basically do what I need to do. I mean, you know, the Bible says live a quiet life, study to be quiet, live a quiet life. That's in First Thessalonians, I believe. And that's that. I mean, I mean, that's the main part right there. So it means to develop a keen sense right of right and wrong and do unwaveringly the right, un, unwaveringly what the Bible says. The Bible says it says this in First Peter 3. 3 through 13, I can read you some of it. It says, what matters is not your outer appearance, but staying out of your hair, the styling of your hair, the jewelry you wear, the cut of your clothes, but the inner deposition, you know, and Peter was referring to, you know, at that time, women were, you know, you know, he was letting women know, like, it doesn't matter about, you know, what's going on on the outside. But what God looks at the inside, God looks at what's going on in your heart, you know, and we all know that the, the heart is desperately wicked. The Bible says that also. So with that being said, you we have to live a right life. We have to live a righteously life in and off the court. When I say in and off the court, that means Sunday, too, and Monday, both. All right. God looks at the heart. So many times we judge and we judge on, we're judged on outer appearance, of course. But the battle that we have is trying to prove everyone wrong and end up self-destructing. Now, see, a lot of times you got people with that, that macho man mentality. I have to do this and do that and be here and be that and do this and go up here and go over there and be a busybody. God is not looking for that. God is wants you to be quiet, study to be quiet, live your own life, and be righteous. Don't try to be a people pleaser. But the battle is making yourself altering your body for other people, i.e., lipo, BBLs, enhancements, social, and all that good stuff that comes along with enhancing your body and making yourself look like a balloon. It's easy to pick up old habits that we bury. We find ourselves in deeper battles, not with other people, but with ourselves. These old habits that we said we got and delivered from, we have resurrected them. 
for the purpose to prove that we still got it. How many times have you heard that? We still got it. I still got it. I'm a do. I'm a do. I'm a do. I'm a do. How many times have we heard that? We pick up old habits and traits to satisfy the other partner when we when that thing that we used to do will either give us 18 year curse or never return or never to return from the hospital. Now, this goes into relationships. I can go into relationships real good because a lot of times we find ourselves compromising in relationships. We compromise with our partner and we wound up missing out on what it is that God has for us. We found out in that position, in that, I'm sorry, we find out that we don't have it and we try to get it and we try to come up with solutions on why we need it. Do you catch my drift on that? I pray that as an as a Christian, as a believer, even if you're not a believer, even if you're just a person that's striving to be right, I pray that you not fall into the hype of compromising, picking up old habits, messing over people, doing what you know, I just I just pray that you don't fall in that, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Situation. How about that? Because we, we, we could. It's real easy to, you know, and I mean, we just, I mean, we just run around like, like, I mean, I mean, we just run around like with, a head, with our head cut off. Right? I pray that you all be blessed. I pray that you all just keep God first. You know, it's so hard, but we can do all things through Christ. Never compromise and never go back. Never, ever in everything that you do, go back to the old you and pick up those old habits. You're going to wound up having a baby out of wedlock, or if you already had a baby, praise God. But you find yourself stuck with a regret. You find yourself stuck with something that you can't shake. You find yourself stuck with something, you know, that you can't shake. And that's what I'm talking about. Stay safe, people. Don't go back to the old you. Don't go back to the old habits. Let the habits go. Bury the situation. But it's sometimes, and I say most, 99% of the times, it's done out of hurt and past situations. So I pray that you let the past stuff go and move forward. Amen. I pray that you not give into nothing that's going to hinder your walk with God. Amen. I want to pray a prayer right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for keeping us. I thank you for watching over us. Lord God, you know the things that we deal with on a daily basis. So God, I thank you for holding on to us, even though we couldn't hold on to ourselves. Even though when it was hard to hold on, you held us. 
So God, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you for keeping the enemy off us. I thank you, God, in the name of I just thank you, God. We're going to give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. We pray and we thank God. Let's all say amen.